the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. If we fix our minds on Jesus Christ, we will also fix our minds on what is true, what is noble, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely, what is of good report, what is virtuous, and what is praiseworthy. Now, how do you do that practically? Well, here's one suggestion I have for you. Read one of the Gospels. During this downtime that we have, during this lockdown, pick one of the Gospels and meditate on the life of Jesus Christ. Study the life of Jesus. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9, Paul writes, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. In today's message, Pastor Dan will emphasize these verses and teach that the best way to think upon those things is to fix your mind on Jesus Christ. For Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. In Him, you will find perfect peace. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Philippians chapter 4 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. We are taking a few weeks to look at fear, anxiety, and faith, and what the Bible says about these things, because we're living in very fearful times, very anxious times for a lot of people, so we want to get a biblical understanding of these things and have a biblical understanding on how to deal with these things. And so we're taking the time to get into the Word and look at what the Word of God says about these different emotions and how to deal with them. We're going to look at several passages together. We're going to start out in Philippians chapter 4, where we left off last week. But we're going to also look at Psalm 1, Romans 8, and Colossians chapter 3. So if you want to mark those other locations in your Bible for me, Psalm 1, Romans 8, Colossians chapter 3. And then we're going to be in Philippians chapter 4 to start out together. We are going to talk about how to think in anxious times. How to think in anxious times. So much of our worries and fears actually begin in our mind and in our thoughts and especially in our imagination. I think we're all good at imagining the worst possible outcome in a situation or jumping to the worst case scenario or jumping to the wrong conclusion in our minds, and and just kind of dwelling there, and dwelling on the worst case scenario, and the what if this happens, and what if that happens. And our thoughts can just kind of churn away in our minds, and make us anxious. 
And we become anxious just by what we think and how we think and what we fill our minds with. Listen to what Proverbs chapter 12 verse 25 says about anxiety. It says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. And that's true. Anxiety in your heart and on your mind, it can weigh you down. It can become a weight to your soul. And, and you can even become depressed emotionally by your thought life. And so how we think is important. And what we think about is important. What we set our minds on can affect us emotionally. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 tells us to bring every thought into captivity. Bring every thought into captivity. Instead of being held captive by our thoughts, we are told to bring our thoughts into captivity. Listen to what Peter writes in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. There, Peter says, Gird up your mind for action. Prepare your mind. Gird up your mind. Prepare your mind. Over the last couple of weeks, you have probably prepared in many different ways for this lockdown that we're in right now. You prepared your pantry and you bought groceries. You prepared to work at home and you set up a workspace at home and your Zoom account and all of that so that you could work at home. You maybe prepared your car by filling up gas, or you prepared your investments, or you prepared your bank account in some way. Well, what about preparing your mind? How do we prepare our mind for the days that we live in? How do we do that? Well, that's what we want to look at, how to think, how we should think in anxious times like the days that we're living in. And here in Philippians chapter 4, Paul tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. Paul tells us to be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. In verse 8, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Paul writes, Finally, brethren. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, and whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. We're talking about how we should think. And anxious times. And here in verse 8, Paul tells us what we should think about. What we should think about. What we should set our minds on. We've got to have right thoughts. We have to think right things. It's easy for our thoughts to focus on the wrong things and unhealthy things and false things. We need to think about right things. Listen to Proverbs 23, 7. Listen to what it says. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Or to put it another way, we are what we think. We are what we think. What we think about defines who we are. So we need 
right thinking. And Paul gives us a list here in verse 8 of things we should think on or meditate on. And I love lists in the Bible. I can do lists. Lists make sense to me when we come to a list, a list I can follow. And Paul gives us a list here in verse 8. Again, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And I think this list here is pretty straightforward. I don't really need to elaborate on each of these items, but Paul says here, think on these things. Meditate on these things. And the word that Paul uses here for meditate, uh, it's actually an accounting term. It's an accounting term. The word means to number or to count in your mind, in your thoughts, Count these things, number these things. You know how we do that with our imagination. Uh, In our imagination, we just kind of go over these things in our minds and over and over, kind of, you know, nonstop. Well, Paul says, fill your mind with thoughts of these things. Count these things. Run the numbers in your head over and over with these thoughts. Thoughts of what's true. As I mentioned, Paul uses an accounting term here. Accountants deal with facts. They deal with reality. They deal with numbers. They they don't deal with imaginations. They don't deal with speculation. They don't deal with opinions. But they deal with what is true. And Paul says, fill your mind with what is true. So what's true? What can you say is true? When you think about everything going on in the world and you think about everything going on in our country and how it may be impacting you already, what's true? Not what might be, not worst case scenario, but what is true? Not what if, but what's true? What's true for you? Let what is true be the focus of your thoughts. Think on things that are true. Think on things that are noble, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are of good report, that are virtuous, that are praiseworthy. Meditate on these things. Keep recounting them in your mind, continually reflecting on these things in your thoughts. And listen, only these things, only things that fit into these categories. What Paul does here is he establishes boundaries for our thoughts. Parameters. I'm only going to think on things that are true, that are noble, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are of good report, that are virtuous, that are praiseworthy. Those are the boundaries. Anything that doesn't fit in those boundaries, I'm not going to allow into my thoughts. They're out of bounds. Well, that's pretty limiting, isn't it, Pastor Dan? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's the point. The point that Paul is making here is you have to protect your mind from the things that make you anxious, that make you fearful, that make you worried. You have to protect against those things that can influence your thoughts and influence your emotions negatively. I mean, how many of you have taken a break from the news at some point 
in the last week or two where you've just decided, you know what, I'm not going to look at the news. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at the headlines for the day. I just need a break from it. I'm just tired of all the bad news and I need a mental break from it. You've set boundaries. That's what Paul's talking about here. If we want to not be anxious, we have to set boundaries for what we allow to fill our minds. And Paul says, just whatever fits within these parameters here, you know, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, whatever is virtuous, whatever is praiseworthy, set your mind on those things, meditate on those things, think on those things, anything that doesn't fit into that list, just don't allow it in and keep your focus on these things. Now, when I look at this list in verse 8, you know who I think of? I think of Jesus Christ. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. This list is a description of of Jesus Christ, is it not? I mean, Jesus is true. Jesus even said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21 says, the truth is in Jesus Christ. And so Jesus is true. Jesus is noble. He's honorable. He's worthy of respect. He's just. He's right. He's righteous. He's pure. And that word there, it means morally pure. He's morally clean. He's undefiled. Jesus was without sin. He was without spot. He was without blemish. He's lovely. The Bible says Jesus is altogether lovely. He's of good report. Meaning he's well thought of. He's highly regarded. He's highly esteemed. He's virtuous. He's praiseworthy. Jesus is worthy of all our praise. Verse 8 is a description of Jesus Christ and his character. So if we fix our minds on Jesus Christ, we will also fix our minds on what is true, what is noble, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely, what is of good report, what is virtuous, and what is praiseworthy. Now, how do you do that practically? Well, here's one suggestion I have for you. Read one of the Gospels. During this downtime that we have, during this lockdown, pick one of the Gospels and meditate on the life of Jesus Christ. Study the life of Jesus. Read through one of the Gospels. Listen to what God says in the book of Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, God says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. If you fix your mind on Jesus Christ, and you keep it there as much as you possibly can, God promises to give you perfect peace. Perfect peace. The opposite of anxiety and worry. 
perfect peace. Now, I want to just take a few minutes to look at some other passages that illustrate this same principle of setting our mind on the right things and avoiding the wrong things. So let's start out by turning back to Psalm 1. You'll turn back there with me. Psalm 1. Psalm 1, verse 1. It says, blessed is the man. And that word blessed there, it means happy. So happy is the man or happy is the woman. Happy is the person. And so this is telling us how to be happy, how to be a happy person. The person who wants to be happy does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. The person who wants to be happy doesn't listen to the ungodly or sinners or those who scorn God. Again, back in Philippians, Paul tells us, hey, there's some boundaries you need to set for what you allow into your mind. There's some parameters here. And anything within those boundaries are good for you. Anything outside those boundaries you want to avoid. And here in Psalm 1, it's a similar thing. If I want to be a happy person, I shouldn't listen to sinners or those who scorn God. I want to only allow in things within the boundary of what is true and noble and just and pure and lovely and of good report and virtuous and praiseworthy. We're not going to get those things from the ungodly. We're not going to get those things from sinners. We're not going to get those things from those who are scornful. Those are outside the boundaries. Again, it's about who or what we allow to influence our thinking. It's about what we allow in to our minds and what we focus our thoughts on. On, And so look at Psalm 1 again, verse 2. He does not listen to the counsel of the ungodly or the sinners or the scornful. But verse 2, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. The happy person delights in the law of the Lord. He delights in the word of God. And in the word of God, he meditates In a day and night. It's the same idea as Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. To meditate in the word. Meditate in the word. And by meditating in the word. Guess what? Your mind will be filled with what is true. Because the word is true. What is noble. What is just. What is pure. What is lovely. What is of good report. What is virtuous. What is praiseworthy. That all describes the word of God. Just as it describes Jesus Christ, it also describes the Bible, describes the word of God. So we can meditate on the Bible. And as we do, we're filling our mind with what is true and noble and just and pure and lovely of good report, virtuous and praiseworthy. And to me, I think that, in my opinion, those are the only two places that you're going to find those things. Uh, You're not going to find them in the world. Uh, You're not going to find things that are true and noble and just and pure and lovely and of good report and virtuous and praiseworthy. Uh, On television or in movies or anywhere else. You only find those things in Jesus Christ and you only find them in the word of God. And so we think on those things, we meditate on those things. 
So let's look at another verse. Let's turn over to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Look at what it says here in Romans chapter 8, verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh, look at the next phrase, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Again, the question is, where do we set our minds? Those who live according to the Spirit, they set their minds on the things of the Spirit. They set their minds on spiritual things, the things of God. In verse 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually Minded is life and peace. A carnally minded person sets their mind on the things of the flesh, on the things of the world, and those things lead to death. But the spiritually minded person sets their mind on spiritual things, on the things of God. And if you're spiritually minded, look what it says. You will have peace. Peace. Not anxiety, peace. Not worry, peace. Where we set our mind matters. What you fill your mind with determines whether you'll have worry and anxiety or whether you'll have peace. If you're spiritually minded and you mind the things of the Spirit and the things of God, the promise is peace. Now turn with me over to Colossians chapter 3. One more verse and then we'll go back to Philippians. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. It says, if then, or your translation might say, since then, you were raised with Christ. Remember, we were buried with Christ and we've been raised to new life with Christ. Since you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Look at verse 2. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. Again, the question is, where are we setting our mind? Set your mind on things above. Above, not the things of the earth. Set your mind on things above where Christ is. What are we setting our mind on? What are we setting our thoughts on? That determines whether we have anxiety and worry or peace. The peace of God. Now, turn with me back to Philippians chapter 4. We want to think on what is true, what is noble, what is just, what is pure what is lovely, what is of good report, what is virtuous, and what is praiseworthy. And I said that we find those things in Jesus Christ, and we find those things in the Word of God. And so we want to fill our minds and set our minds on Jesus and fill our minds with the Word of God. And now look at verse 9. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. He asked me how I know, and I say, 
We're so glad you joined us today on Ring of Truth. If you'd like to hear more messages from Pastor Dan, please visit our website at calvaryec.com. You can listen to and download a wide range of previous broadcasts or simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you go. This way, you'll have encouragement from God's Word throughout the day. You'll find a link to subscribe at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth on iTunes. We know the current pandemic can leave you feeling uneasy with all the unknowns and constant change. We pray our broadcast would add some light and encouragement to your life during this time. Despite all the chaos of the world, remember who is Lord and cling to His faithfulness. He is still present and holy. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. When you call, feel free to share any prayer requests that are on your heart, and we'd be happy to pray with and for you. We also appreciate your prayers for this radio ministry as it reaches people who may have never heard the truth of the Word of God until now. We truly hope today's message has been a blessing to you. Tune in next time for another edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes It's true.